Welcome, everybody, to the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast number 38. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Each and every week, we will dive into the world of Privateer Island, see what's up with it, see what's happening, and everything else. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Uh, also, too, look, the OEMs, they got a tough task of trying to make an okay suspension setup for a wide range of riders. Combine that with trying to keep the cost as low as possible, and you are left with suspension that can be improved greatly. Race Tech Suspension and engines now. The Hep Suzuki team uses these guys. Ben LeMay is Racetech Motors, Racetech Suspension. He's killing it right now. Uh, Pupamex 18 is the code to save at Racetech, whether it's springs, vintage stuff, uh, revalving, um, complete shocks for some of the old vintage stuff, or if you race in Supercross or whatever, Racetech has got you covered. Go on their website. Tons and tons of info on there. And also, too, the FXR Racing. You see that stuff each and every Saturday night. There's a ton of FXR riders out there, like Kyle Cunningham. This weekend is Jimmy D and Kyle Peters debuting on the East Coast for JGR in FXR gear. FXR prides itself on quality and precision that goes into making each set of motocross and off-road gear. FXRRacing.com. Pulpamex30 is the code to save 30% off. We thank the guys at, at FXR. And right now on Pulpamex.com, Chris Kiefer's got a story. He went up to the 2018 gear release up there. He saw some 2019 stuff as well um, up in Minnesota. He rode a snow bike for FXR. Please go to Pulpamex.com and read it. With me on the line is a, is a favorite of ours, a friend of the show, a guy that a lot of people want to hear from. He's coming off another main event this past weekend in San Diego. He is the Seven Deuce Deuce Adam Ethic Depp. What's up, buddy? How are you? What up, Steve? How are Glad you? To be back on a dude. I'm doing good, bro. Just uh, honestly, I think a word to sum it up is tired. <laughs> but uh, I'm doing good, and uh, everything's going well right now. That's uh, good to hear. Uh, it's nice to uh, see three main events to start the year. Uh, a couple to start. Right, first two right off the bat, and then man, I never saw you get a start this weekend in San Diego. You got one and wrote pretty much kept it, you know, no problem. You passed, I think, Tedder in the LCQ, and, uh, yep, yep. and and took it home. Um, so, what was the difference from rounds one and two, you know, to three, four, and five, and then to this weekend? Like, what do you uh, make uh, attribute the difference uh, being? Well. Um... So round one and two, I was on my practice bike and everything was good. And then round three, I finally ended up getting my race bike. Round three, I've been a fork tube first practice, free practice, had no front brake. Um, blew up the engine, second practice, did a motor swap third practice and had an electrical issue because it was our fault when we swapped the motors third practice. And then uh, went to... Uh, the heat race got 11th in Phoenix and went to the LCQ, was in fifth, and Raper just completely T-boned me off the track. So that was cool. Raper raped you. Um, Raper raped Raper you. raped me. Yeah. yeah, Raper raped me of that main event. And then um, I think the next round was Oakland, right? Yeah. Um, just wasn't – had a hard time in Oakland – uh, you and ev- you and everyone else. Good. You and everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bike was good, but you know that one section with the dragons back was giving me a hard time. I tend to run my suspension on the softer side, mm-hmm. but um, uh, I was having a lot of trouble. I was losing about one point three seconds just in that one section to the guys that I was yep. normally with. So we made some adjustments. Did okay in the heat race. Um, got. Um, 
what did I get? I got like 11th or 12th. Uh-huh. And then um, went to the LCQ, and my clutch delivery was just absolutely terrible. <laughs> was about 10th off the gate. Um, or I think I was even worse than that. I think somebody told me I marked 15th out of the start, and uh-huh. then I moved my way up to 6th or 7th. So, I, I mean – it was just one of those weeks, you know, where it was pretty stacked and um, you had to get a start. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get the start. Do so, you, so when you make, uh, the, when you make the when you make the first two and you look as good as you did and you just ride it, ride it in, no problem, and you start having issues and not making it, like is it a little bit of a, is, it, is it a little bit of a mind screw, let's say, on you where you're like, oh, man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you get on this thing and you're like, fuck. You know, well, why am I not making it now? Like, like what what happened? The first yeah. two were so easy. I rode in right through the heat. I yep. rode solid. It was sick. Um, and then, you know, you miss one, and you're like, okay, you know, we had some bike problems in practice. Yeah. You know, it was just an unfortunate event. And then you go to the next one, and then you're a little bit off the pace, and you get a bad start, and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> What's yeah. going on here? I should have right. been in that main event. And then um, worked a lot of starts, did a few major changes to the bike to make it get off the line better, mm-hmm. um, sacrificed some things other places, but um, it ended up making making a huge difference. I mean, a lot of you guys seen on TV that uh, got a decent start in the heat race, ended up, I think, 12th, but had a faster lap time than LeMay in the heat, so I was happy with that. Mm-hmm. And then went to the LCQ, popped out around fifth, sixth, made a few passes, got up to second, rode good. And then in the main event, I think I got – I think I came across the start straight, um, the starting whatever you want to call it, the line yeah. in fifth, and then was about seventh off the triple and uh, stayed around 10th to 12th for the first four laps or, uh-huh. and then faded to 16th. But, you know, it was a heavy class for sure in that main, and 16th uh, matching my best result, and I just can't wait to uh, keep improving. And, too, you know, I felt like I rode so much more solid in that main event than I ever have. Um, I feel really, really strong right now, and I'm only going to get better. I definitely didn't ride as fast as I could have. I've been right. working on that sprint speed in the main event, but I rode really, really consistent, and that's one of those things I've been working on with my mental coach is just – getting out there and uh, and closing that gap from slowest lap to fastest lap. Yep. And uh, this weekend we closed a major gap, so that was a huge improvement for me, and I just got to keep moving forward and try to get those lap times that I had in the heat race in the main event. Yeah, it's got to be a relief for you to get in like the way you did in the LCQ and you make a pass to make, make some passes to make it happen where you're like, okay, whew, I'm still good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, absolutely. I forgot how high you ran. You're right. You, that first turn crash helped you out a bunch. And then, yeah, you were right up there. That's awesome. That's got to be cool, man, to get some clear track early in the race. Because in the main events, yeah. that normally doesn't happen for a guy like you. Yeah, no, totally. It was, uh, it was honestly a huge eye-opener because right? – yeah. I got behind, I was right behind Brock Tickle and um, Dean, or, yeah, so Brock Tickle was in front of me and Dino was behind me. And I rode, like, three laps right there, two, three laps right there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, these guys really aren't going that fast. Yeah. Like, I was was behind them, and I was like, okay, Brock's not doing really anything special. It's just I can tell, you know, the places that you use a little bit more energy – 
he just had a little bit more energy to burn it. Like, it was a huge eye-opener. Like, these dudes don't have that much more, like, if any more skill than I do. Just, you know, they've been putting in the hours on the bike. And I realized that a lot this weekend, being able to be with those guys and knowing that, you know, they're not doing any special pace that's just out of the realm of what I can do. Right. It's just that they're they're executing things a little smoother yep. and they're you know, they have a little bit more energy to burn in certain spots. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm just working I've been literally every day that I go out to the track, I've been doing twenties and that's helped my mental game a huge amount for the last four weeks I've been doing that. And um I'm ready to. Uh, I'm ready for another main event this weekend. What's the most you've ever made in a year? What do you mean? Main events. Uh, I made six last year. Okay. Yeah. So you're well on pace to beat that right now. Oh you, yeah, dude. You oh are... yeah. And I think too. I think too. Now I'm really gonna start clicking them because I mean, all in all, you know, I was, I was kind of the bubble main event guy yep. at those rounds because of who was there. I mean, that's just reality. But now that what did we, we lost. We lost Kenny. Bogle. We lost Kenny. Bogle. We lost Bogle. Weimer. And we lost Weimer. And we lost A-Ray for a couple of weeks. At least one week, probably. Oh, no way, you bro. I mean? No, 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 no. A-Ray is in the house for this weekend. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. what he's claiming anyways. That's what he's claiming. But either way, either way, it doesn't matter. We lost. Yeah. We lost Bogle, Kenny, and we lost Weimer in one race. So, yeah. I mean, that's three spots ahead of what I normally yeah, am. Yeah, for sure. So, and, too, you know, the other thing, I made leaps and bounds this weekend as far as lap times yeah. and just suspension set up. You know, I finally had the suspension that I wanted. I wasn't switch swapping over trying to figure out the setup. Um, it was just good right from the get-go. The race bike ran perfect this weekend. You know, it was just one of those weekends where it was like finally like, right. ah, okay. Wow. You know what I mean? Right. Everything kind of went smooth, you know, and now I think that I got everything smooth. I think I'm going to have a lot of weekends ahead of me where I can really lay it down and uh, and keep improving. You riders are pretty much nut jobs, so I'll ask you this in a nice way. <laughs> the, the, the first two main events, you said you're on your practice bike first two weeks. Um was it just? But do you think something to do with with uh, having some time on it and being, you know, a little softer, a little more rigid, or a little more forgiving, not so rigid, had anything to do with it? Um, no, I think a lot of it, to be honest, was, um, I don't want to say. Oh, to be real with you, what? Because it's kind of like a secret that I found out because I raced the practice bike. Okay. And then I went to the race bike, and then I kind of struggled on some things. And then we figured out that we needed to do something to the make race something bike? work a yeah. little bit better. Okay, yeah. so you, you swap frames. You have a plastic, you have the old practice it, But it had, it had nothing to do with the frame or the suspension or anything oh, like okay. that. All right. Um, hey, you can say goodbye to that fucking that 722 number pretty soon if you keep this up. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure it's already gone because I think I got like – um, what do I have? Like twelve points, and last year it was like I missed it by one, and I only had like nine or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think seven twenty-two is gone unless yeah. I do some major kind of. <laughs> you got to get top ten overall, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> dude, believe the hype right now. 72, dude. I'm so, calling it. Yeah, yeah. 72. That, believe the hype. Hey, that would be pretty funny if you got 72. That would be really funny. Wouldn't it? Oh, God. It would be like. Oh, it would be the hype would yeah. be unreal, dude. I uh, you're riding really well, and the reason the way I can tell it you're riding well is you're riding. You didn't always do this in the past. You got to start, and then you would stay where you are in an LCQ or a heat race or whatever. Um, some guys would pass you, maybe a couple guys would fall, and you'd finish where you finish. In 2018, though, you are riding forward. You are catching guys. You are passing guys. Um, and, and that's something I think that you didn't always do before. You know, you needed sometimes you needed some luck and a start to make a main event. And like A-Ray uh, this year, you're, you're getting whatever start you get, and you are moving forward. So it's, uh, it's cool to see, man. You can see progress there. So you got to be stoked. Yeah, no, I I mean, I'm really stoked, but it was honestly it was pretty cool because we did that, like, almost weight loss challenge between, you know, A-Ray and I and Tyler and stuff, and it really helped us just having that competition and uh, and just losing that weight and then yeah. training literally, like, yeah. from May. Dude. Right. Like, we were in the gym from May, five days a week. You know, whether it was right. to actually work out that day or not work out, we were in the gym, foam rolling, stretching, doing what we needed to do. I mean, it was like all out complete, like life change is what it was. Nice. I mean, and it, and it doesn't seem like that much, like obviously I'm improved this year, but if you knew what I went through to get that much, it's like absolutely insane. But I think now that I'm on such a good track, with my eating and my working out, uh-huh. I think it's really going to just get better and better even quicker. So I just want to make sure I stay sharp. Mm-hmm. I, I do what I'm supposed to be doing, and uh, and I stay healthy, and I keep improving each race because I think there's going to be I think there's going to be a big, even bigger step here coming pretty soon for for me in my life and in my racing. So oh, you're, I, I'm stoked. You're finally getting married. You're getting hitched. Straight up, Bob. <laughs> um, hey, so oh, we uh, we had Colin Morrison on from uh, Skivvy Skivvy uh, on a pulp show, and he talked about how he was helping you guys for the first rounds and and trying to do what he can and and working hard. But they're not going east. So what are you doing? What's the plan for for, for you in the East Coast? What do you how you getting there? How, what's going on? Um, I've been talking to some people. Uh, right now, my bike's with Bubba Polly, and okay. those guys are kind of taking care of me. And then we're just, to be honest, he said he could take it to some of the um, the rounds around his house because I think he lives in St. Louis. So uh-huh. I got about four or five rounds covered. Um, but we're kind of just taking it really race by race to see what we can do. Um, I talked a little bit to Ted this week, which he was uh, – he wanted to talk to me about riding on the rig, so I'm, I might go over and do that. That's a really great group uh, re- of people. And, reunited, and, and it feels so good. Reunited. Oh, not, even, not even kidding. <laughs> you know what, dude, though? I was bullshitting with Reed. I was bullshitting with Reed on the line. Oh, I saw that. I, like, I, 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 t- I tweeted that out. I tweeted that out. I was like, yo, Chad, what up, bro? What do you think of Team Deuce Deuce, bro? Like, just throw a seven on that thing, and we'll we'll throw my bike under the rig. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, yeah. And, I'll be Boost Mobile, bro. And, I mean, and how'd, how'd it go? How'd it go? He was like, he was like, bro, I would like 
totally run your bike, bro, but, like, I'm taking, like, a U-Haul trailer to the East Coast, and I just can't take it. And I was like, oh, all right. Don't, don't, don't trip. But just, you know, believe the hype. Right, just, just, right. Just, just um, keep it in the back of your mind. I'm glad you and Ted – I didn't know if you and Ted had a falling out or something, or I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm glad No, that, no, that not at all. all. Okay. Ted is Ted. Ted is epic in so many ways. Um uh, Ted's a man. Yeah, he's uh, Ben. Ben Lemay's there, and, and from what Ben was telling me, a little different program. You know, a little more concentration on one or two guys, and, and maybe that would help you if you went back underneath there. You know, I don't know. Um, yeah, but see, that was that was kind of the that was kind of the issue that we talked about this year. It wasn't so. It wasn't really about Ted or anything like that. It's that he's running a certain tire company now and he has to be more specific with his sponsors oh, okay. and he's got sponsors that are taking care of him yep. and all those sponsors want them to any bike that's underneath yeah, yeah, that yeah, tent yeah. they yeah. want to have that stuff on it yeah um they don't really care what brand but they want their product on the bike and i have a lot of people that have been super super loyal to me over the years um you know that i don't want to just jump ship because you know i need a ride you know what i mean that's not fair oh no, yeah, yeah that's not fair to the sponsors that helped me out and it's like you know they've helped me out for so many years in a row i feel like you know there is an obligation there to stay true to those people and that's what i always try to do and it was kind of one of those things where it was like well Ted's in a predicament where he needs the money to stay on the road yeah you know and i'm in a predicament where you know i don't want to tell my sponsors that look i have to leave you because i need a ride type of deal yeah so yeah no, i tried to yeah. do i tried to do everything in my power to make it so that i could keep my sponsors and and um and be loyal to my sponsors and do what i could you know speaking of sponsors fxr racing race tech suspension everybody pulp mx uh 18 <laughs> pulp mx 30 is the code at fxrracing.com uh, Dusty Pipes uh, wearing FXR. Kyle Cunningham wearing FXR. Uh, also, too, uh, Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Uh, again, uh, Pulpamex 18 is the code with those guys. Personalized suspension setups for you. Get your oil changed at least, right, Deuce Deuce? I mean, do you know how many people are listening to this that probably have their suspension oil looks like like just black crud, right? Just get the oil Dude, changed. It's like, like, okay, for all you squids out there at Milestone Burning Laps, Go get yourself a gold valve and an oil change and a spring rate kit, bro. It's going to change your life. Change your life. I like it. That's good. Uh, Adam Entingnap on the show. Um, hey, so how's Ty? Uh, obviously, your soulmate, Tyler, your brother, uh, weeded himself pretty good. How's he doing? How's the recovery coming? Um, to be honest, it's, it's going, like, excellent. Tyler's um, he's up. He's been at the track with me every day. Um, literally just bitching at me to go faster. I mean, I don't know how to go any faster, but I'm, he's bitching at me to do it. So he's uh, he's in good spirits. He's on the up and up, and uh, his hip's doing really good. The surgery went awesome, and uh, we just want to see him back on the track. It was unfortunate what happened, yeah. and uh, we just want to see him back out there, and he's going to make a full recovery, so we're stoked. Yep. Um, and also, too, your other buddy, Kenny Roxon, this weekend. Big news with him. Broke his hand or finger or whatever surgery. Kenny's going to be out for a while too, man. That that really sucks. I was I was pulling for Kenny uh, to make this incredible comeback, and he was doing it. And uh, I'll tell you what, though, if that's all that's wrong with him, Deuce Deuce, he got lucky because that was a scary crash. Dude, I 
I was like, it gave me straight the heebie-jeebies when I seen that. Like, that could have gone so wrong so quick. I mean, dude, those fingers could have got cut off, his wrist, you know, lucky that yeah. nothing worse happened. But, you know, on the other hand, I feel like Kenny's like one of those things where it's like, dude, after the shit that happened last year, bro, this ain't shit. Let's bolt <laughs> this thing back together and let's get back out there. I yeah. guarantee you. This fool is going to be back in a couple races. He ain't going to lie. He ain't going to be out long. No, Kenny's a tough mofo. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, if anybody's going to be able to do it, it'll be him. Uh, a real bummer t- uh, for the series for sure. Hey, so you back to you. You uh, you didn't ride a seventeen last year. You rode a sixteen in seventeen, right? And now you have yep. the eighteen Honda. So with all this time on it. What do you like about the 18 compared to the 16? What do you think it does better, and what do you what are you still working on? Is there anything that it does worse? Um, to be honest, it's been a while since I've rode the 16, so I don't think there's really anything worse. The biggest thing that I love about it is the chassis and the motor. I think if I had to balance the two, I'm leaning more towards the motor. Is what's so awesome? Uh-huh. I mean, the power curve. Dude, like, I literally made two main events on a bone stock motor. Wow. No ignition change, no nothing. I did a little bit of gearing, but those two main events at Anaheim were on a bone stock engine. Like that, I mean. And you're a big dude. You're a big guy, you know? That's what I'm saying. I'm a big guy, and I did it on a bone. Like, we're talking no valve springs, no valves, no you know, cut seats. This motor was sealed from the factory. Yeah. Stock transmission. I did have a recluse clutch in it, mm-hmm. but it had the OEM clutch basket in it, stock cam, stock valves. It yeah. didn't even have an ignition mapping on it. Nice. And I went out to Supercross and made two main events back to back. So, I mean, that, that speaks for itself right there. Um, the suspension, I'm, I love the forks. I run my A-kit stuff now, but, I mean, compared to what they were on a 16, it's like absolute night and day. The whole chassis has been absolutely amazing. I'm running the stock linkages, literally the ones that come off the showroom floor. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, the bike's awesome. Yeah. I really, I really can't say enough about the chassis and, and, and we the get it. We get it, dude. We, we get it. Package. We get it. Ride red. We got it. I mean, I I know. I feel like I, I feel like it sounds like I'm blowing smoke, but like, dude, yeah. I am definitely at a 100 percent advantage riding the 17 mm-hmm. over the 16. Like, I I would never go back to that 16. Um, the 17 hey, Hondas, night and day better. Hey, so a few practices you've been in the A group, a few races you've been in the B group. What do you like better? What what is it? Does it matter to you? Do you care? Uh, what, what's your, what's your, no, I on honestly, that? I think I honestly like the B group. Yeah. Um, there's disadvantages and advantages to it. The advantage to being in the A group is the track's always a little bit better. So it's going to be that 10, two tenths faster. Um, you're riding with faster riders. Um, you know, I would say that's the advantages. The disadvantages to it is, you know, you're pretty much balls to the walls 24 <laughs> seven. You don't really have much time to think, Yeah. you know, I'm not in the position yet where I can go out to that practice and really be calm enough 
to execute like I want in the B practice because, right. you know, it's all, it's all a mentality thing. You know, yeah. like I go out to that practice and I try to do what I need to do to be in the front of that group. So I try to go out first. You know, you get out front, you're putting the intensity in, and and you're doing what you need to do. But, like, when I go out to that B practice, I need to have that same mentality in the A practice where I go out to the B and I'm like, dude, I'm number one. You know, I go out to that B practice and I'm like, this is my practice. I'm going to own it. Nobody's really getting in my way. I am the big dog in this practice. Yep. You know, yep. so yep. That's, know, a, it's a... that's a positive. Yep, it the is. The second positive to it is that I really get to see – you know, I watch Vince Freeze a lot. I watch um, Benny Bloss a lot. I watch uh, Weimer a lot. Um, a yep. few of those other Honda guys, you know, and then I'll watch a Barsha. And I don't get to watch those guys when I'm in A practice. Yeah. And to me, that's a real disadvantage because I don't get to see their lines. And I'm still at that point where I'm not – I should be more confident in myself, but I'm not as confident as I'd like to be in my line selection and seeing that there's no guess to it. You know, it's just like, okay, Vince did this line, ran this lap time, and if I want to do that, that's kind of what I need to do to be there. And then I can also see, you know, what do you got to do to be another second faster than Vince, and then what do you got to do to be two seconds faster than Vince. And you can kind of see where the good line is and where the bad line is, and then you go out. With the 250 guys, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's always good to watch, you know, Justin Hill and those guys, but you'd be surprised how much that track gets eaten up with that 450 practice compared to the 250A group practice. So you really, you know, you really can't count on that 250A group to be the line that's going to be the good line. I feel like there's always a line that the 450s develop because they have a little bit more power. It's a little bit different. Tracks get eaten up a little quicker. So it's just there's a, there's a few other variables. So there's definitely positives and, and negatives to both, but it seems like when I have my better overall time, um, it comes from the B group. Oh, well said. Yeah, you're right. It's interesting because uh... – yeah, there's just two different strategies, right? For sure. It, it, yeah. it's, uh, it's interesting. You talk about Vince a few times. Dude, the guy's riding really well. He's riding oh my really gosh, well. Is dude. he on the so island? Good. Hey, I don't think he's on the island. Is he on the island? No, he's he's not an islander, no. No, no. He's been no. on a team, getting expenses paid, bonus program for a while yeah. now. You know. Like I said, if you get a paycheck to show up the race, you're not a privateer. Right, right. Um, but he's killing it, man. Good job for him. I, there's lots of controversy with Vince, and he's done some dumb things before. But you got to give credit where credit is due. Vince Freeze is riding really well. Period. Period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly it, right? Um, yeah. So uh, do you like the tracks coming out east here? Do you Are you looking forward to them? Are you, yeah. You're, I mean, I you're a West this. Coast guy. but Yeah. Yeah, I love Dallas. Ever since they changed the dirt like three years ago, yeah. it's been like Houston. Yeah. Yep. So the Dallas dirt is absolutely amazing. I love the stadium there. I love Texas. I've always done good in Texas, so I love I love that stadium. Um, I'm interested to see how this sand section is going to go in Tampa. Yeah, too, it's big, huh? <laughs> not too sure about that, but um, we'll see how that goes. Uh-huh. And then uh, is Tampa a triple crown or no? Uh, no, no, it's uh, Atlanta is a triple crown. Oh, so Atlanta's the next round, huh? Yeah. After Tampa? Yep. 
Yeah, we go. I'm uh, interested to see how that goes, but I love the Atlanta dirt. Yeah. Atlanta dirt is good, man. It's good. What did you think of the Triple Crown? Obviously, you didn't make it. Um, it's tough, I man. It. <laughs> I, I hope it. they never do that. I hope they never do that race again. <laughs> well, they're doing it in a couple of weeks, bro. <laughs> I know. I got to learn to love it. That's for sure. I know, right? I mean, it's nice if it's nice if you're a top 18 qualifier because you just bam, bam, done, and yeah. then you do a six. Uh, eight and a fifteen, right? And yep. then you're out of there. And you're done. You know, I know. I, I hear you, man. Um, hey, talking about the uh, uh, the races coming up and the island. Somebody who is not going back to the island anytime soon, but who was once a savage on the island, is Weston Pike, dude, your buddy. Um, he is absolutely killing it this year. He came from last to seventh this weekend. I know, dude. Dude is on another level. I'm so proud. He of that is dude. man. And, and did you watch Oakland uh, main event? He almost died 14 times in the first three laps. And the dude just no NFG for Weston Pike. He's a mad. He's a mad dog, bro. Get him a butt patch, <laughs> mad dog. He's awesome though, man. That's great. Um, that's somebody that I you mean, can model dude, yourself and, off of. You know, dude. I I model myself off of him every day. I mean, it's like. You know, he was looking a little bit thicker at the end of outdoor, and then he just came into Supercross, dude, leaner than ever, I think, 100%. And, you know, I talked to him about how many laps he was putting in, and it was just a stupid amount of laps. Oh, was it? Yeah. And he's, yeah. Been, he's been working hard, and, uh, and it's showing, dude. The dude, he's a mad dog. He works. That is, that is your working man. That dude works so hard and he is one of those dudes that works so hard he's entitled to what he has yeah. right now and i think yeah. that's why he's doing so good and he can he has no qualms about sending it none whatsoever boy he pins nope. it no so and he can muscle he can muscle it out of it that's what yeah. makes weston so good and so awesome is that he's pulling stuff off that you know a little guy like marv is not going to pull off yeah yeah. You know, it's just uh, it's just physics, bro. It's Marvin physics, is not going to pull off some of the stuff I've <laughs> no, seen Weston pull off. No. It's just, that's just how it goes. No, you're right. Uh, any plans for you to stay out east at all uh, for a week or two? Um, I don't think so. You know, I'm I'm trying a new program that in, that <laughs> makes me get on a consistent workout schedule. So okay. yep. I kind of have it set where i got to be back Sunday to spin um, – Monday I do a spin again, and then Monday night I work out. Tuesday ride, spin in the afternoon. Wednesday ride, work out Wednesday, and spin Thursday, fly out Friday, oh, race wow. Saturday, and repeat. So it's one of those things where it's kind of like if I want to get better at this and I want to be able to do this as a job, right. you got to take it a little bit more like a job, and it's been working, so right. we're going to stick to the program. Before we wrap it up here on the uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life, let's talk Lit Kit. Um, you and I have been doing it. You've been, you mostly uh, are the judge here. I help out a little bit. We've been posted on social media, taking votes on pulpamex.com and everything else. And can you believe all the people that complain? Like, seriously, like, people just are so, some people are so mad about this thing. It's like, good God. Dude, I honestly, I love it. I hope people are getting mad because at least they're, one, they're interested in it. Two, you know, I love 
in there talking shit, and it's like, fool, you are not in charge of Lit Kit, bro, and there's a reason because you don't know how to pick it, bro. Like, come on. Some of the people they recommend, it's like, okay, just because he's your homie yeah. doesn't mean he has a Lit Kit, dog. I yeah. mean, yeah. I know, but it's just, you know what I mean? And people need to realize that it's a total package. It's goggles and gloves and boots and bike bike and wheels and extra accents. It's like you have to look at the details, my friend. Yeah, people don't do that. Not just like this is not just like, oh, the gear's dope, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really, you know, he wore purple boots with it, bro, but it's sick. You know, the. The gear's sick, bro. You know, sick. <laughs> people take it. People take it very seriously, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Oh man, dude. I. I mean, I see some rants like, bro, chill out, bro. And then all the gear guys, they're all mad about it, and they say it's it's garbage contest uh, until their guy oh, gets nominated. So until their guy gets nominated. It's so, it's so funny, bro. I'm not bonding your pitch last week. We're trash, bro. What are you talking about? You see my guy's kid? I'm like, yeah, I saw your guy's kid. What up? And then next week, oh, bro, that was so sick. Nominated for Lit Kid, bro. And I'm like, yeah, bro, sick. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who, what's, what's, been, what's been the best kit you've seen all year or a couple that have stood out? Has there been a couple? Like, for me, that Dino one from a couple weeks ago was – Pretty good, and uh, uh, I actually I really like Grant's fly stuff this weekend. I thought it was great, dude. I thought Grant's fly stuff was awesome, but I think he could have picked a better helmet. Like yeah, I think he could have had a little bit better helmet in there. Yeah. But as far as the whole kit as a whole, man, that that gear was so cool looking, especially on the track. I thought it looked really good on the track. Like that was one of those things where it wasn't like. Up, you know how like you see yeah, you need, up close. You needed and, the bike. You needed the yeah. bike. I think you know. Yeah, absolutely. But ah, man, I don't know, bro. I've seen some sick stuff this year. You know who had a good kit was uh, Savachi and AC at Houston when they had all the red accents going yeah. on. With yeah, with the helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, you know, ah, oh, man, there were some. I mean, the I really like uh, Cooper's. I think it was like A2 kit. With the flow yellow sleeves or something, or sleeves that were... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just, he had the kit, like, the goggles were on point, the bike was perfect, Um, the boots, you know, all that stuff was good. And then I really, I really liked Weston's kit at, um, at Glendale. I thought that that was yeah. going to win for sure. Like, I thought that was a hands-down winner, but, you know, I'm not always right. I can admit it. There should be Dude, some. I, I feel like it's just, and too, I feel like Lit Kid has just spread like wildfire, too. You know, you see so many guys, they're matching their goggles, their helmet, their gloves to the bike. I mean, it's so hard on the weekend where it's like, you know, how do I pick these guys? You know, there's so yeah. many close dudes, yeah. and everybody's, and it's cool because it's like everybody's looking so much more professional and they're matching with their bikes and everybody's like even all the way down to the privateers, you know, talking to me about lit kid and this and that and just well, matching and how do I get nominated? It's It's been cool. What's crazy is sometimes there'll be five guys or six guys that you're like, that's 
they're all awesome. And other weekends, honestly, I, I think you struggle to come up with three. It's totally like random. Yeah. Like sometimes you're like, I don't know, man. What do you think? And I'm like, I don't know, man. And they're like, I don't know. And and we look at photos and <laughs> and, and and like you just like, okay, well we got to have three. And other weeks it's like, dude, bro, that guy was good. That guy was sick. That guy was sick. It's random that way. I know, and and it was like this military appreciation week was off the charts. I mean, yeah. I feel like I could have picked ten guys for lit kit yeah. this weekend. Yeah, like yeah. Steely's kit was sick. Baggett looked sick with the fly gear. Um, McElrath looked cool. Bubba Pauly had some cool stuff going on with his military right. kit. Kenny's kit was off the hook. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and Jason I, Anderson had a cool kit. Yeah, I mean, dude, yeah. it was just like lit kit city in yeah. Blended, or in uh, San Diego. And I think we we might have missed out on FXR A one stuff that they had the yellow and red with the with yeah, the but guys. I kind of talked about it. I mean, it was just I looked at it and I thought it was good, but it was like just too much highlighter. <laughs> like, I mean, it was lit. You know, like you could see this shit. Oh but, yeah, like yeah, I just, yeah. I was just kind of like, and, you know, are we trying to stand out like a sore thumb? Or are we trying to look good? What you know what I mean? Right. Well, they should. I, I didn't know. I had mixed feelings on that one. They should have some new stuff for this weekend for Dallas. Everybody, check out Dakotas and Peters FXRRacing dot com. Um, also, too. I feel like we need to give the IB Corp some love. I don't even know who makes that stuff, but some of it's been pretty good. Oh, man. Yeah, it's been really good. I like that orange kit that they had this weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, Heft has looked really good between the bike the bike and the gear, and it's all matching. I mean, IB Corp has done a fantastic job at looking professional. We thank you guys for doing that. That's absolutely amazing. That's what we need in the sport. But, yeah, no, definitely yeah. some pretty cool kits going on over there. All right, seven deuce deuce. Anything else? Anything else? We do, do yeah, we not touch on here, something? Bro, just over here living life, bro. I hear you. Me too. Me too. Um, I, I like checking in with you every now and then and uh, seeing what's up. I think our listeners enjoy it too. Uh, you've been killing it with the main events. That's three this year in uh, six rounds. Let's make it four in uh, seven this weekend in Dallas, bro. Um, thanks for the time on the FXR Racing. Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast, 7 Deuce Deuce. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Steve. I always appreciate it.